when you share your stories, when you share what's gotten you to where you are. People want to know this. Pick like a couple top stories who ha- that have of your life that have really turned you into the person you are today. What made you empathetic? What made you care about people? What made you dream big? Right? Why did you start your business? Why did you start your coaching business? You don't have to have the perfect answer, but even sharing that, it helps your audience realize more and more and more about you and who you are. My name is Kat Del Carmen. I'm a wife, mama, and business coach to badass women. Here's the thing. So many of us were raised to believe that a college degree and a nine to five job is the only road to success. I'm here to tell you it's not. On this show, we're going to keep it real. I'm going to challenge you to think differently, take action before you're ready and show up as your future self. We'll talk about business, growth, mindset, and the tough stuff in life. My guests will inspire you and give you insight to what is possible. So if you want to start an online business, I'm here to teach you. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Follow That Fear podcast. I'm so grateful you are here today. So today I am going to be talking about creating a content plan that is simple and easy. And I got to be honest with you, I don't plan my content. So this is not going to be the type of planning that you're used to. This is like super high level planning, like barely planning type of plan. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I am so, so pumped about it. Before that, I want to read a review from the follow that your podcast. This comes from Shay BG. I don't know who you are, but if you are on Instagram, DM me and tell me this is you. You wrote a very kind review and I want to share it. So you said, Kat is the truth. (laughs) She speaks to everything I need as an entrepreneur. Her ideas, methodology, and coaching is all motivational to literally follow that fear. I started this podcast and I called it Follow That Fear because I know the power of like listening to that fear and identifying it and then following it. So that review was so sweet. Thank you so much for um, leaving a review. And if you've taken something away from this podcast and you haven't left a review yet, it would mean so much to me. You could leave some words so I can know that like, you know, somebody out there is taking something away. Um, Okay. So I'm really excited about today's topic. Um, I do want to give you a little update on my life. So if you're not into this stuff, just skip a little 30 second thing a couple times. Um, but yeah, we've got some exciting things happening behind the scenes, not just on the follow that fear side, but in my coaching business and at home. Um, I'm going to be publishing this in mid May probably, or mid March, I should say, but right now we're moving. So we're moving into a house for those of you who don't know too much about my background. I was born and raised in the Bay Area. I have a beautiful home in Oakland, California, and we moved to LA um, for a job opportunity for my husband. And we've been in this apartment, which it's a 
it's a great apartment, but with a big dog and my son who has quickly turned into a toddler, we really wanted a house. So this week we're moving into a rental house. We're not buying. Um, but I'm just really pumped because it's going to be a house and it's just going to be feel like something we could stay at for a while. Um, so I'm really pumped about that. I also just hit, um, a another four or no five figure month, which is crazy. So January and February, you probably heard about it on my last episode. So right now I'm really figuring out like what I want the rest of not the year. I mean, I I do have a plan for the year, but what I want the rest of this like next quarter Q2 to look like in my business and what type of effort do I want to put into my business? What kind of things do I want to see in my business and really figure that out. So yeah, that's kind of what's happening behind the scenes. So let's get into the content because I'm so, I really, look, here's the deal. I am excited about this topic around content planning and here's why. I am not a planner. (laughs) I'm just not a huge planner. I plan things if I need to, but in all reality, I don't, I've never really planned my content. I think the content I plan the most, even a little bit, is my podcast content. And that's mainly because now I have a podcast manager. So I have to plan a little bit so I can just respect her and her time. So I wanted to go over my methodologies on content planning and why I don't feel like everybody needs to plan their content. So hear me out. Okay, let's get started. Like, here's the deal. People who are starting on social media as a new coach, or if you have a platform and you're transitioning into a coach, this is really for you on how I pivoted my content a little bit to really cater to growing my business. Like that is the goal, right? Like that is the goal of me showing up. I want to, I want to grow my audience, but more importantly, I want to grow leads, right? Like I want to get lead generation. I want to generate more leads and hopefully um, people will trust and work with me so I can grow the revenue in my business, right? That is the goal. And that's who I'm really making this podcast episode for. So before I get into like what I, how I plan my content and like, what do I keep top of mind? I want to start with one rule that every single person specifically coaches, but I think everyone should follow when it comes to content. Number one rule. Number one rule is being your true freaking self. And when I say that, I don't mean this like vague, oh, just be authentic, la da da da. Here's what I'm saying. If you don't want to create content on a certain platform, I don't want you to. I want you to talk about things that you are learning, that you have learned. I want you to talk about things that truly excite you. Here's what I've learned is people can tell. Your audience can tell when something feels super, super forced. And look, we're not always going to feel like doing the work of creating content, right? But there is a difference when you're excited about that content. 
So the number one rule is if you want to grow your warm leads to hot leads to work with you, I need you to always focus on being the more, like more yourself than before. Like how can you make some piece of content more you, the real, real you. Okay. So that's number one. Now I'm going to share one, two, three, four different, um, four different thoughts that I keep top of mind when I'm planning my content. And, but all of these are going to go back to like being more yourself. The more you can be yourself through your content, the more attractive that is to your ideal audience, the more attractive that is to potential customers. They want to see the true, true, true you. That's all they want to see. Of course, they want some value, but they want it to come from a space that is super authentic to you and that excites you when you're talking about it. Okay. So that's number one. All right. So number one is the rule I just said. Okay. (laughs) Number two, value-based content. So the type of content I'm always going to tell my clients to put out there is value-based content. And there are are pillars under this, right? Like value-based content is very general. But the reason I say value-based content and the reason I make this a little bit general is because there are so many forms of this. I'm never going to tell my client like, okay, here's what you do. You got to do a live and then you got to do this. And then, then you follow up with a reel. And then if you do this every week, then you're going to grow. No, absolutely not. I literally believe, and I know, I don't just believe, like I know that if you show up real, if you show up authentically, if you do, if you take actions on content that actually excites you. So if you like doing reels and you continue to deliver value within reels, you will grow a coaching business. I do a lot of lives. And here's a couple of reasons for that. It works for my life. My audience loves them. I get so much feedback about them and it works for me. I'm not telling all my clients to do lives. I I do think they're powerful, but so are reels and I don't do many reels. I don't want you to stress over what type of content you're going to do. I say, pick a couple, pick one or two and run with it. Just go. But when I say value-based content, you want to give value every time you show up online. Even if you're showing a little bit about about your lifestyle, even if you're showing up a little bit, sharing a story, share the value. So there's a couple ways you can do that. You want to help people think differently. Think differently. So I used to do a ton of how-to content, like a ton, because I felt like that's all people wanted to hear. That's all people wanted to know. And I was wrong. I was wrong. People want to know who you are. What faults do you have? What insecurities do you have? What aha moments have gotten you where you are? How is it? What is, what is it like to work with you? What's going on with your clients right now? If you have some, people are curious about you and they will gain value when you expose them 
to little bits and pieces because it helps them think differently. So I'm not going to go into like specific pillars here because there are many you can choose from, but some of them are sharing. So if you wanted a little bit more specifics, I'm like, okay, but what type of content you can share aha moments. A big one is aha moments. Share, like think of the top three aha moments you've had in your business since you started this journey. What are like three to five pivotal moments that has changed the game for you and changed your thinking. Those would be perfect to share. You could share them on different uh, pieces of content. Problem aware. So problem aware content is content sharing the problem that your audience might not even see. So a problem aware content for me is sharing that your followers don't matter. Stop worrying about your followers. That's an old school type of thinking for social media, right? Like I'm letting people know it's a problem that you're stressing over followers and I want you to stop. Here's why. That would be a piece of content. There's also storytelling, which is super powerful. Telling your story, which I believe this is like what really gets people going because this is how people connect with you. When you share your stories, when you share what's gotten you to where you are. People want to know this. Pick like a couple top stories who ha- that have of your life that have really turned you into the person you are today. What made you empathetic? What made you care about people? What made you dream big? Right? Why did you start your business? Why did you start your coaching business? You don't have to have the perfect answer, but even sharing that it helps your audience realize more and more and more about you and who you are. Okay, so number one, regardless of what type of content you put out, you always want to put out value. Don't be vague about it either. Put out value. It is a gift to have someone's attention, even just for a couple moments. The fact that you are here right now listening to this podcast, listening to me, This is why I always say I'm so grateful you're here. I am grateful you're here. You can listen to any freaking podcast you want and you're here. Bring value to people. Okay, number two, this has been a big, big lesson for me. Test and learn on different content platforms. I think a big piece of getting started, not even just getting started, right? Like I've been on Instagram for a long time, but when I, when I really became a coach, right, my content had to change and I still had to test and learn. Even though I knew the platform really well, I had to test and learn what worked for me in converting clients, right? So this is what I mean by test and learn. Test and learn what content comes easy for you? What content comes easy for you? What content do you enjoy? What content do you enjoy? I, those are pivotal. Like these are two really important pieces here because there are so many places that you can be online and grow your coaching business. But in the beginning, when you're starting in the coaching journey, it's really important that you test and learn and figure out which 
which actual types of content will help you convert clients. What type of content is really sticking to your leads? And even if you're a pro on Instagram, even if you're a pro on LinkedIn, actually testing the type of content, right? So let me give you an example. I, before I spent last, uh, 2020, right? I spent 2020 really promoting my podcast. And then when I started stepping into the coach in me, right? When I started to identify as a coach, my content started to shift a little, but my brain was like still doing the things in the past to market my podcast. But I realized that my marketing was going to look a little bit differently now that I was actually wanting to convert clients, right? So what I started to do is I started to test a couple different types of content. I started to test TikTok. I started to test um, IG lives. I started to test different like quotes, um, quotes on my personal page. I just wanted to test everything to see what really helped build not only my brand, but what helped get my customers to pay attention and to learn, right? So I had to test these things. It's not like I didn't do them before. I did a couple lives before that, but there wasn't any consistency. So when I say test and learn, you got to find your recipe of like, two to three things that you're like always doing on that platform. So let me give you an idea of what that is. So for me, I do three types of content on Instagram. I guess four if you consider IG stories, but this is what I do. So if you look at my grid and you can look at it right now, Kat Del Carmen, you'll see this. You'll see I do lives. I do Instagram lives. I have my Twitter posts, which are personal quotes from me typically, and I'm sharing my actual thoughts about the coaching industry, about growth, about anything related in my field. And I also post static photos with like a longer caption. Those are the three types of content you'll see on my grid. I I keep it simple, which I'll get to that in a minute, but those are the types of content I had to test and learn to get there to realize that this was my plan. So when it comes to content planning, that's my plan. I don't plan everything ahead of time. I just know what's coming next. But I had to test and learn to get there to really see what helps me convert clients. And the honest truth is the only reason I tested Instagram lives is because when I was starting my coaching business, I was a stay-at-home mom. And PJ's nap time, my son's nap time was the only time I could get work done. And I remember I was like, God, I'm not like, I'm not showing up the way I want. So I decided to start going live twice a week just for fun. So I could test it out while he was napping. And it started to really grasp. I started to get a lot of feedback. So I kept that a part of my content plan. I was like, okay, I'm going live. This works for my business. Then I started realizing that my Twitter posts were really popular and super easy to share. So at the beginning of January, I decided, okay, no more fluff around graphics and my own little quotes. I'm just going to use my Twitter. So you got to test and learn. You got to play around with content, see what content you actually enjoy 
and what comes easy. Like my content plan comes pretty easy to me. And I like that. Doesn't feel forced. Okay. So let me get into the next one. The next one is eliminate the unnecessary. If you are a person who wants to do a lot of stuff, this is going to be difficult for you. You're gonna have to eliminate something so you can focus on your business, especially if you are a content creator. Like if you are a content creator turned coach, this might be a little difficult for you. That's who I was. If you are a content creator turned coach, this might be a little bit difficult for you. It's really important as you really stop, start stepping into like the CEO of your business, your focus needs to be on generating revenue, getting clients, selling, right? And if you're a content creator, you probably like creating content, right? <laughs> and that's okay. That's a good thing. But there is a shift that happens when you are really wanting to convert, right? There are some things you're going to have to let go of just in the beginning. It doesn't mean you're letting go of it forever. And look, if you have the time to do it all, then freaking do it all. But I've learned that if I want to make space in my brain to focus on the things I need to focus on as a business owner, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, I can't be everywhere, even if I want to. Like, And I'll give you an example. I dabbled a lot with TikTok at the end of 2020. I had a lot of fun with it. And I, I, I like doing reels, IG reels, and I like doing TikToks. Like, and honestly, my clients are like, oh, I love them too. Here's the thing. I don't have time or energy to fit that into my content plan. I had to choose what was going to work with for me in this phase in my business. Does it mean I'm not going to do it in the future? And if I feel like doing one or two randomly, I'll do it. But here's the deal. When I say eliminate the unnecessary, I really want you to evaluate how you show up and what's just not going to cut it to make more room to focus on the selling. Because in the beginning of your business, that is the most important piece. All right. Number four, five. <laughs> I lost count. I think it's five. Number five, notice the patterns. So when you are doing some type of content marketing, when you're doing any type of marketing, I want you to start looking at your content a little bit differently. I want you, and this is why it's important to like not be everywhere. When you're looking for patterns at what's working, you want to be able to know like, oh, this is what's getting customers in. That is what's getting customers in. And if you're everywhere, it's going to be really hard to do that. So when I say look for patterns, look for patterns on what content brings the more DMs, what content brings the more um, engagement. What actions does someone take? Like what content, I should say, what content do you put out that brings in actions of your customers? What content gets the likes? And I, I hate focusing on likes, but right now I'm talking about observing and noticing the patterns, right? So I, I mentioned this earlier, but one thing that I 100% noticed immediately was that when 
I posted a little Twitter graphic and I mean a copy and paste. I didn't like put it on Canva and try to make it nice. I'm trying to eliminate the unnecessary, right? Like I want to make this as simple as possible for me. So that means screenshotting my Twitter quote, my little tweet, putting it on InShot app. So if you don't have InShot app, it's a really easy app to, you know, just quickly make a post. I would put it in there, make sure it's aligned and looks okay and formatted. And then I would save it and put it on my Instagram and ta-da. And here's why I went in on those. And I decided that that's what I'm doing in 2020, or at least the beginning is because every time I posted a tweet of mine, I would get a ton of comments and a ton of engagement. So I was like, okay, if I know this is working and this happens to be really easy for me, then I'm going to stick with it. I don't need to like go on Canva and make this pretty graphic and la 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 la. Like I want to make my life easier. And I'm not, I'm not like shitting on anyone who has like Canva templates, like do your thing. And if that works for you, cool. I'm a person because I like graphic design. It's really hard for me to just put things in a template because I'm always going to want to make change it. But if you have that type of self-discipline, create a graphic, do your thing. But I honestly also noticed that like actual tweets are just incredibly easy to share on Instagram right? Like if you have like pretty pink pictures with like pretty graphics, there are some people that aren't going to want to post that based on the color. That's just like a little side note. (laughs) Um, but I want you to notice the patterns, what, like actually look at your content from far and notice like what exactly is getting the most engagement and take notes of it, take note of it. And then the when you see that like this type of thing always gets good engagement, keep doing that, especially from a business standpoint. Like if something is getting more DMs, notice that. If something is getting people to book more consultations with you, definitely hone in on that. Notice the patterns. All right, y'all, that's all I had for you today. I'm going to run through these one more time. So the number one rule is always be yourself throughout your content. And when I say be yourself, I mean every single time you go online, force yourself to be yourself. How can you be more real? Okay, your potential clients, your future clients, your leads, All they want is for you to just show up and like be yourself because that's what makes them feel comfortable to reach out to you and say, Hey, I think you're the right coach for me. Okay. Number two, when you put out content, put out some damn value. Quit putting out just random crap. Like there are little bits and pieces of lifestyle is cool, but really look at the percentage of the content on your page. It should be at least be 80% value of some sort. And it could be a mix. I'm not saying how to content. Okay. I'm not saying only educational content. I'm saying a mix of storytelling, problem awareness, um, aha moments, help people think differently, right? But some type of value. Okay. Number three, test and learn the type of content that you actually enjoy creating the content that comes easier for you. Test and learn it. 
Number four, eliminate the unnecessary. If you're a person who wants to do a lot, if you're a person who loves creating content, this might be a little bit difficult, but remember like your main focus now as a coach is to grow your business. So focus on the content that's going to warm up your leads. Number five, notice the patterns. When you put something out, when you create some type of content that gets really great engagement, that brings in consults, whatever the case is, I want you to take notice of that so you can double down on that effort. The point of all of this is to grow your business. It's to grow your business. So that is the point, at least when we're starting, right? And honestly, as we go on, and the more, here's the deal, the more you become an experienced coach, the more you're helping your clients, right? The more you do that, the more this all becomes easier. And let me, let me share one more thing before I leave you. When I show up online, one thing that has been pivotal for me has been, I show up for my current clients. My twit, my little tweets, those words are for my current clients. My IG lives, my IG lives especially, I treat those like extra content for my clients. That's who I make it for. That's who I make it for and make it for my current clients. Now, if you don't have current clients, cool. Let's get you some clients. Listen to, you know, like list, take action on the things I just shared. But if you do have clients, I want you to take action on what I've shared, but I want your content to be focused on helping them and them alone. What are their challenges and how can you help them? How can you help them think differently? How can you help them do something differently? Make it for them because they gave you money. They trusted you. They are trusting you. So create content for them. All right, y'all. I hope you took something away from this episode. If you did, please screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. I would so appreciate that. Thank you for your time. I really, really don't do not take it for granted. And I appreciate you being here. I send you a big hug, big love. I'll see you next time. Bye. If you are launching something for the first time, or if you are launching something soon and you don't have some type of plan around it, I want to help you. I have a launch toolkit training that is going to give you a high level launch strategy so you can really take the time to plan out your launch. 
If you are doing the work to actually launch something, you have to put the effort into launching it with intention. So if any of this resonates with you, I want you to go to www.catdelcarmen.com slash launch toolkit training. This training is going to help you get clear on what direction you should go to launch your thing. Can't wait to see you inside.